stick it. I'll get it where you want to. There. Okay, we'll start our lesson today in Psalms. Chapter 117. And the name of my lesson is Charity. Psalms chapter 117, and as we come together today, we, we, this is what we're doing. We praise the Lord, all ye nations. We praise Him, all ye people. For His merciful kindness is great toward us, and it truly is. It's great to be here with you in, in His mercy and His kindness and Him, Him leading us down here, like you say, uh, through your brother, our brother Austin. Uh, so it's His mercy and kindness toward us, and the truth of the Lord endures forever. So we praise ye the Lord, and when we give Him all the thanks for what He's done for us. So if you turn to Romans chapter 15... Chapter 15, verse 1. We then that are strong ought to, ought to bear the infirmities of the weak and not to please ourselves. Like Brother Ron taught yesterday, Christ, he, he surely didn't please His self or do His own will. He did the will of the Father that sent Him. And that's for us also, we should uh, not to please ourselves, but in bear the infirmities of the weak. Let every one of us please his neighbor or his brother for the good of edification. For even Christ, like I say, please not himself, and we know that. For it is written, the approach of them, that reproach fell on me. And that's Jesus Christ. So our, our reproach, our sins, all of our burdens fell on Jesus Christ. So as our brothers and sisters, all of us, is has some uh, time that we need to lean on one another. 
It's in, in back in Romans chapter 12, verse 3. And and it humbles us, so we should be our be humble. And for I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. So, what faith we have? It's through the grace of God by grace. It's a gift. It's a free gift. So, not to Think of ourselves any more than what we are. We're a servant of the Lord, and and grace is a free gift that God gives us, gives us to every one of us. So we should not live to please ourselves, but to live our lives to assist the people around us, our loved ones, and even not our loved ones in time of need. Like Christ, he did not live his life to please himself, but he did the will of the Father. And we know the will of the Father is charity and love. That's the God's will. <clears throat> like our sins and our reproach fell on Jesus Christ. We know our reproach fell on him. So we should be, be the same, live our lives the same to help our brothers in time of need. So if you would turn with me to Galatians chapter 6. Chapter 6, verse 1, 1 and 2. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, or, like you say, be tempted. Be tempted, because we know in, in this world there's so many things that tempts us. That, but, and you never know when it will be so strong that you can't even fight against the temptation, because you know how, how strong the adversary is, tempting us so all the stuff that goes on around us, and we're tempted every day. And to stay on track sometimes is, a, is, is it is difficult. It, it is difficult to stay on track. And through our prayers, like Jesus, He had to go and pray. And so when we're tempted, that's what we probably need to do. The same thing: go and pray and and ask Him. You know, don't tempt us, lead us to temptation, but deliver us. And through our prayer, we can be delivered from that temptation. But when our brothers fall on that temptation, it's like for us not to condemn them or put them down and say, oh, that guy can't believe he did that. I don't, I don't even want him back in this church. But no, that's not what we're to do. We are to maybe go to them, help them, talk to them, encourage them, come back, you know. And so, and that's the work of Christ that he did. <clears throat> and so that's our work we should do also uh, when our brothers and sisters are hurting to, to comfort them because they probably really need it in their time of need. Uh, they need that comfort. And or your charity, so that's your charity. Charity is love. So we love one another. <clears throat> and because uh, that's what our Christian tells us, the, the instructions and in righteousness that he gives us. 
If a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. So we're to bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. And that's what he teaches us to do, bear one another's burdens. Show charity one to another. Over in 1 Corinthians. First Corinthians chapter 1. Verse 10. <clears throat> now I beseech your brethren by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ that y'all speak the same thing and that there be no division among you but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind in the same judgment. So if there is trouble among whoever in your church or outside your church, like Jesus said, he, that division is no good, and and I don't know, but but we've a lot of our churches has seen that division, and separated and all, but but that's the last thing. If you ever run into that again, it just that's the last thing that you want our church to do to separate. And some go one way, and some go the other, and 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 so Christ teaches against it. There should be no division in a church. We should all come together and if you if you take the fault if you take that fault like he says take it you take the loss and going to keep your brothers and sisters and your churches together and over in verse uh, 23 but we preach Christ crucified and that's what we stand on Christ crucified the blood of Christ that's what we stand on to the Jews, a stumbling block, and to the Greeks, foolishness. But that's all God's plan. It was His plan to put that stumbling block in, in the, the Jews over there, like the Pharisees and Sadducees. They, it was His plan to put the stumbling block there. But unto them which are called, which every one of us were called, we have that desire, you, and, and He calls us. Many are called. Few are chosen, but we are the called. So He gives us that desire to come to church. He puts it in our heart. Thank the Lord He does that. <clears throat> and not everybody gets that same calling, but, but if we get that calling to come to church, and, 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 he, and He draws us in back to Him. The Father draws through the Son, Jesus Christ, back to Him. To, to them which are called, both Jews and Greek, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. So it's all God's plan for our salvation. It's all sovereign grace. It's God's plan for our salvation. And it's, God, it's the wisdom of God. And His plan to send His Son here, it's His plan, like Jesus saw, send His Son here to pay the sacrifice for our sins and to redeem us back to Him. It's all God's plan, all God's wisdom. So we stand on that. We stand on, on it's God's grace and His Son and our faith in what He's done for us. They call the foolishness of God is wiser than men and the weakness of God is stronger than men. So we see your calling how not many 
wise men after the flesh, not many noble are called. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the weak, and God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things that are mighty. And base things in the world and things which are despised, God has chosen, yeah. And things that are not to bring to naught things that are, that no flesh should glory in His presence. We're not to glory in our own presence. We're not, because our, our faith, our righteousness, our salvation stands on the work of God. These are just some of the fruits. Your charity is a fruit, a fruit, one of the fruits that we bear. But of Him are ye. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, whom of God has made unto us. God has made us. He's given us. He's given us the wisdom. He's given us the desire. Puts it in your heart to desire. His righteousness. It's God's righteousness that we stand on. His sanctification. He justified us through what he did for us. It's his work. All his work. And his redemption. Our redemption is through his son, Jesus Christ. That according as it is written, he that glories, let him glory in the Lord and thank him for what he's done for us. So Christ has done it all for us. He gave us an example to follow. Christ lived his life to follow the will of his Father, not his will, the will of the Father. So turn with me to 1 Timothy chapter 4. Chapter 4, verse 12. Let no man despise thy youth, but be thou an example of the believers. For you're here to be an example to the believers. In word, God's word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, faith, and purity. In charity. He gives us charity. He says that's... that's one of the most important things that we have is charity, meaning love one for one another. Through the Holy Spirit gives us that. He works that love and patience, charity through us. That is through the Holy Spirit leads us and guides us. So in 2 Timothy chapter 3, Verse 10. But thou hast fully known my doctrine. We know Christ's doctrine. We know it. Manner of life, his purpose, faith in what he's done for us, long suffering, charity. There it is again. Charity is one of the fruits that we should bear as we bear of another. Patience with one another, and faith in what He's done for us. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we have faith like Abraham. His faith is counted for righteousness. And down in verse 12 of chapter 3, Yes, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. 
so, meaning that we're all going to have persecution. We're all going to have major problems. But we know that, that we stand on Christ and what He's did for us, and we lean. That's when we lean on Christ. We lean on our brothers and sisters because we've all been there. And, and as we look around, uh, the people that isn't here that has passed on, like like Brother Raymond, Brother Don, Keep, and in, in, in Austin, and the rest of them, all all teachers that that should inspire. That's our job to inspire. I know that Raymond, he would come to our church up there, and, and I didn't remember Austin, but Raymond would come up there, and and, he, and when he taught a lesson, he he inspired you so much that 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 what he had. You know, you could see the, the power of the Holy Spirit working through him, and he would inspire us so much. And Brother Don, when we would go to the conferences down there, being young, I mean, you could talk to Don for, for 30 minutes and go back and preach for, for three months on, on what you've learned through him. And, and that's, that's the purpose that God gives us, the Holy Spirit, and to inspire us to learn and, and inspire us to study the Bible. And there's no better thing that a, that a teacher or a preacher can do is, is when you teach a lesson that, that you go back and you search that out and, and it inspires you to read and inspires you to grow. And, and that, feeds your, that, that feeds your soul. I mean, you can stand up here with, with your hair done all up, your, your cologne on, your good clothes on, but that doesn't feed your, your soul that feeds your, your outer man that dies and goes away. But, but this is food that will feed your soul and you'll grow. That's what makes you grow. And that's what goes on and lives forever. Because this life, as we know, look around, it's, not, it's short. This life's very short. We, we know that. Uh, you know, like you say, uh, you may, your mind still thinks you're young, but when you try to do something... <laughs> You find out that you don't have the stamina or, or to do it, but but your soul feeds your soul because that's what matters. That's what goes on forever. Like the the, the song Amazing Grace, uh, when we've been there 10,000 years, time has just begun. So your soul will live on forever. So that's what we worry about feeding and taking care of and strengthening your, is your soul. But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned. Like we learned today, we continue in those things that we learn. And, and that's how we grow. We grow in spirit and in grace. And that's how our soul grows. Your inner man grows. And, and, and knowing of whom thou hast learned them. So we learn them through the Holy Spirit. Through, through the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit teaches us all things. And from a child, as you know, the child, you probably went to church. And, and thou hast known this Holy Scripture, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith in Jesus Christ. And that's what we stand on. That faith is in Jesus Christ. That is our salvation. Faith in what He's done for us. But, but all Scripture, as we know, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. It's all given through God, through His Son, that teaches us through the Holy Spirit. And it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instructions in righteousness. So we know correction. So maybe you're up here and, and, and a teacher or preacher has, has taught a lesson. 
and he may go back and see something different. See something different the next time he teaches it. So, reproof for correction in righteousness, or instructions in righteousness, which should never end. And as we grow, and we grow, our soul grows, and we feed our soul. So turn with me over to Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 2. Chapter 4, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 2. With all lowliness and meekness, with long suffering, forbearing one another in love. Those are instructions in righteousness. Lowliness, meekness, long suffering, forbearing one another in love. Sometimes we need that, long suffering. Endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in a bond of peace. There is one body, one spirit, even as you're called in one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. One God and Father of all who is above all, through all, and in you all. He works through us through this Holy Spirit. So He's in us all. And 32, verse 32. Be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, envy, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. And so we, we see charity. Charity works working through our members and instructions that God gives us, forgiving one another, even as we are forgiven. We'll take up Lynn's spot here. <laughs> so let's go on to First uh, Corinthians. First Corinthians, chapter thirteen. Chapter 13, 1 Corinthians 1 through 8. Though I speak with tongues of men and of angels and have not charity, I am become as a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could move mountains and have not charity, I have nothing. Look how important that charity is. You can replace that charity with love. But look how important that is. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profits me nothing. Charity suffers long and is kind. Charity envies not. Charity vaunteth not. Itself is not puffed up. Does not behave itself unseemingly. Seek not her own, is not easily provoked, thinks no evil, 
Rejoice not in iniquity, but rejoice in the truth. Bear all things, believe all things, hope all things, endure all things. Charity never fails. But whether there, this, there be prophecy, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be, whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. And down in 13, verse 13, And now abides faith, hope, charity. These three, but the greatest of these is charity. So that is some of your fruits of your spirit. And just to bring out how important charity is. It's, it's, it's love, and, and we know that God is love, Christ is love. Everything He did, lived His life, was love. And so we see how important charity really is. And Amen.